stupid tomahawk chop. If you've ever done a tomahawk chop in your life, you're a fucking racist. <laughs> All right, I take it back. You're not racist. You're just uh, stupid. <laughs> I will. I will be the first to admit when that thing came out the first time. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And now I'm just like, yeah, it's dumb as shit. The whole, all, pretty almost all like crowd things of that nature, the tomahawk chop, the wave, all all that kind of shit. I I think is dumb. I don't. I, I mean, clearly, uh, people still do it. Apparently, they were doing the wave at the Steelers Bills game on Saturday. Bunch of punk ass fucks in Pittsburgh. It's not for me. Like I, I, I uh, I'll prefer like the singing or chanting. Like I'll take that shit. But when you're actually doing like dumb physical stuff, I'm not. A, I'm not there for that, man. I'm the, I'm there to sit down and drink beers and yell, and threaten violence. <laughs> not actually commit violence. Just threaten people. <laughs> it's the best. I remember when, uh, a long, long time ago, I remember, uh, I went to the AFC Championship game. I think it was 1989. Bills, Bills were playing the Bengals in Cincinnati. AFC Championship game. And, um, I bought tickets. You know, I remind everybody this was pre-internet. The internet did not exist. You would look in the newspaper. <laughs> People are like, what's a newspaper? <laughs> you would look in the newspaper in like the ads, in the ad section, and you would find somebody who was like selling shit. Like that's, you used to go through the newspaper to find apartments and cars and they had personal sections too. Fuck, they, whatever you wanted. Jobs, they were in the paper. So you went, and, and if you were looking for a, a ticket to the game, you would you looked in there, and I found a ticket, a guy selling tickets. And uh, me and my buddy Chad, we bought tickets for 100 bucks each, which nowadays doesn't sound like a lot, but back then, 100 bucks in 1989, that was a lot of fucking money. I can honestly say I'm not sure I've spent more than a hundred bucks for a ticket anywhere for anything. But anyway, so we bought the ticket from the dude, and then the thing with him too was we we got a ride from the guy. <laughs> the guy had like a conversion van, and as long as we paid, you know, chipped in for gas money, we got to ride with him. And we're like, okay, gas. So I don't know. I mean, Chad and I easily could have been uh, assaulted, robbed, and raped. <laughs> two two young teenagers getting fucked over in a conversion van on the way to Cincinnati. Thank God it didn't happen, though. But we went to the game, and uh, the Bills lost. If I remember correctly, it wasn't even close of a game 
and we were sitting way up high and what was it called? Is is it called Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati? Riverfront? Is that it? We were way up high in the upper bowl. And they were the Bills are just getting their ass beat, right? And so it's me and Chad just surrounded by hundreds of Bengals fans. Rabid, filthy fucking Bengals fans. Bunch of cock sucking dick fuck mother cunts. <laughs> And uh, I have learned over the years to just keep my mouth shut. Like, clearly I'm looking around going, it's going to do me no good to fucking threaten anybody, right? Or to shut your fucking face, you know, none of that nonsense. And it probably helped that Chad and I were too young to buy any beers and get loaded or anything. It seems like so many fights that happen in stadiums are because people are fucking liquored up and they got beer muscles right so we're up there i don't think i did not own any bills gear so i wasn't like i didn't have like a bills coat on or hat it was cold as fuck and i remember if uh i had i had broken my ankle <laughs> so i had a cast on it was awful i'm not gonna i'm gonna fight people with a cast on but i remember these there were people around us who were just hackling the fuck out of me and Chad heckling the fuck anytime something happened they'd turn around they'd yell at us I'm like what we're just we're just watching the game fuck fuck you fuck your filthy mom so we just took it I mean what else can you do you gotta take it there's dozens of people who want to rip your head off and fucking give it any provocation we're like ah we're, we're teenagers I got a broken ankle. Chad weighs a buck ten. Fuck off. Ugh, yeah, so we when the game was over, it, it really was just trying to duck out of there with your fucking nuts intact. Ugh. Ungood. So I totally, like, uh, if, you know, I'm, I'm at the home stadium and there's opposing fans near me. I don't fuck with them. I don't want anyone to fuck with them. Uh, I want them to be cool. Like, you know, there have been plenty of times where I've seen a game where uh, the home team loses and uh, you don't need any opposing team fans fucking getting a little chippy about shit, right? Ugh, fuck that. Why was I talking about this? I don't even know. But uh, that's the kind of high-quality content you come to the Elemental Podcast for. <laughs> Jesus. Alzheimer's setting in. But, uh, but, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got a wee dog on the chair. Take, she's sleeping on both dog beds. Sadie Dog is sleeping on the floor. The door to the cage is closed, so she can't walk in there. She probably would be in there if it was open. Uh, looking into the porch area, I I don't see either of the cats. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So you guys know what that means. It means they are upstairs. Shitting. Ah, uh, 
on my bed. They're shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Because they're fucking cats. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? Ah, uh, man, I hope it was. It was a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever you do on a Monday. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, and tomorrow is Taco Tuesday. You can't have a bad Taco Tuesday. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, first off, I would like to say uh, thank you to all the Patreon listeners. Uh, hopefully you had an opportunity to listen to yesterday's podcast, the 20th, Sunday the 20th. Uh, I revealed way too much. <laughs> way too much. I had uh, I had uh, Scott from PA, listener Scott from PA, he, he reached out and he answered the question that I asked. <laughs> God. Thank you for sharing, Scott. Thank you for sharing. Um... So I would encourage all of you to subscribe to the Patreon because that's the quality content that you have come to the Elemental Podcast for. Just five bucks a month, everybody. Oh, man, how was your day? Uh, my day, my, I had to work today. I also I had to take my car into the shop, the S-H-O-P, shoppy, because my car has been drinking coolant and uh, that's not good, right? I don't think I, in my entire, uh, like, 30 years, 30-plus 30 years of driving a vehicle, I don't think I've ever put coolant in my car, ever. <laughs> and over the uh, past week, I've had to put in coolant in my vehicle on many occasions. And that's not, that's not a good thing. You don't want your car to overheat or anything, right? So I'm like, fuck, I got to go in. So I talked about it on the podcast yesterday about having to take it in. And uh, I, I said it was weird because it doesn't seem like it's dripping anywhere. Like, it, the, the coolant is going somewhere, but it's not going on the ground. So it's remaining in the vehicle. I don't know where it's going. So listener Kyle down there in uh, Kalamazoo, Clam Zoo, he's a, he's a bit of a car guy. He races like... Uh, like dirt track things or something? I see he's always posting stuff about cars. Fan fancy little cars. And uh, he's like, oh, God, it sounds like the coolant's getting into your oil and it's, it's fucking up your car. You're going to need to get a new radiator, whatever this or that. And I, I looked at that message that he sent me at like 3 in the morning. I don't know about you, but through the, the course of an evening, I often will wake up for whatever particular reason anxiety, confusion, I gotta take another leak, you know, old man shit. <laughs> and so I looked at the message and I'm like, ah, fuck, this is not, this is not gonna help me get back to sleep because I am not necessarily in a position right now where I can uh, search for a vehicle. I can't afford anything good. It sucks being poor. Whenever people say money can't buy happiness, I just want to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. It certainly can. <laughs> I, I would be very happy having a car that did not have mechanical issues. Fuck you. I'd be very happy 
being able to afford my uh, mortgage without having to worry about shit. <laughs> oh my God, Bobby, there's so many problems with money. Maybe there's problems with you, you dick. <laughs> so that so I'm just laying awake for a while, fucking worried about this car situation. It sucks. So I finally fall back asleep, probably about a half hour before I got to get up for work. The alarm goes off. I get up. I take care of the dogs. I do everything I do in the morning, and then I drive my car over to the mechanic. My boss, Todd, Todd, he met me over there because I asked, I was like, hey, man, if I take my car over to the mechanic, are you going to be able to fucking get me? And he's like, sure. That's one of the perks of, of the job that I have. Uh, the, the job itself is very flexible and my boss is very helpful in ways like that. Like, uh, today I drove home one of the work vans. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. So I, uh, th that's good. But then there have been a lot of shit things. I've been having a lot of problems with my, uh, my, my time clock. You got, you got the fucking app on your time clock. And for whatever reason, some days it just doesn't check. It doesn't click. Like, it'll tell me that it did, and then I'll go back and look at the time card, and it di didn't fucking take. So then I got a message from the HR lady, because apparently my boss can't fucking change it on mine for me. So I got to get a hold of the HR lady. And guess what, everybody? The HR lady is not doing what she should. Like, I don't know if it's very difficult for her to fucking add the hours, because I'm like, these are the hours it should be. She hasn't added it to two fucking days. And I'm like... That's easily 20 hours of work where uh, if, if they go by the, how the time clock currently is, I'm not getting paid for those 20 hours that I worked. And so it frustrates me. And it also frustrates me because now I'm thinking, well, fuck, what if there were pay periods that I didn't go back and look at? Because I'm not going to lie to everybody. I just assume the system works my own goddamn fault. But what if there were instances where I fucking... I wasn't getting paid. I worked a day and I didn't get paid for it. Like, fuck. So now I feel like I got to be on top of that shit. Like, uh, yeah. Is it my fault? Sure. it's Everything's my fault. But fuck me, man. The time clock, and this is why I always say it's bullshit too. A time clock never fucking uh, does something wrong in your favor, right? It's never been like, hey... Uh, I know you only work five hours today, but uh, the time clock said you work ten. Congratulations. You got five free hours. Instead, it's like, oh, yeah, the time clock saying you never punched it at all. I guess you didn't work. Fuck you. Fuck you. So uh, going to work, and um, they, they called. The, the, the mechanic called me later in the day, and uh, thank God. Thank fucking God. It was uh, it was good news, good news. The uh, they were able to fix it at a, at a relatively uh, decent price. It was like three hundred bucks. Is it three hundred bucks? I would have wanted to spend it on something else. Yes, for sure. But um, it, it, that's much more manageable than I'm going. Yeah, it's going to cost like two grand and whatever. I'm like, my car doesn't cost two grand. <laughs> no. That's what I was fearful of. I was fearful that they were going to say, "Yeah, it's that it's a lot of money," and then I'd be like, "Fuck, I got to find a new car," and then I got to go in the process of finding a new car. I just felt like I got this car like a fucking 
felt like it was a year ago. Maybe it's been two years. Fuck, I cannot remember. Everything fucking blends. I guess it's been like a year and a half or so. Fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. So I get to work. I'm doing the route. If, you, if you're new to the podcast, uh, sorry, everybody. We're a little, over 16 minutes in. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Stu McAllister, the host. The host of the podcast. I was a comedian for a long time, social worker for a longer time. And now I make mistakes. And the mistake that I currently am doing is working for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team for your Detroit Tigers. But I just sell Dip and Dot ice cream. I drive all over the state. I'm a salesman, a merchandiser, a photographer. <laughs> Fucking everything. That's the thing, too. They're talking about, I guess they're, they're making a new website for uh, the Dip and Dots. And I'm like, great. And they're wanting all of us, the drivers, to take pictures of the freezers and the placements and everything else. And I'm like, okay. But then they're like, they're getting really fucking picky. And they're like, yeah, we need this stuff in high resolution. And I'm like, I got a fucking phone. I don't, I'm not using a fucking camera, you dumb dicks. I got a fucking phone. Phones don't necessarily take pictures in high resolution that you're going to need for a fucking website. Why don't you fucking uh, pay me more if you're expecting me to take high-resolution fucking pictures for your stupid website that absolutely nobody's going to look at? Fuck me. Fuck. Hey, we got this licorice that we're going to start selling. Get out there and sell it. So uh, so I'm a driver. I'm a merchandiser. I'm a photographer. I'm, and, and I'm now a salesman as well, too. They really underpay us there. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, everybody. So I'm going through the route. Things are fine. It's an easy day. I was doing the Battle Creek route. Easy day. Uh, you know, I, I know everything that's going on. I got to sneak into the Battle Creek Arena, which has been difficult at times. That place can be locked down like Fort Knox. There's really, there's no front door. There's no buzzer. There's no nothing. <laughs> but I happened to catch a, a fucking uh, worker bee walking in. I was like, can you hold the door? And he's like, sure, you look official. I'm telling you, everybody, if you just have a uniform on of some kind, you can get in any place you want. I'm telling you, man. I should just wear my Dippin' Dot uniform to like to go to like a concert or some shit. And just be like, yeah, I'm here to deliver Dippin' Dots. And they'll be like, okay, I guess. And then I just take off my Dippin' Dot shit. And then I disappear into the crowd. I go see T-Swift. <laughs> disappear into the crowd. So uh, when I was at a stop, I was at a comic book shop in Battle Creek. I forget what it's called. I find it weird that a comic book shop would want to sell Dib and Dot ice cream, right? Now I get like the nerds probably like the treat, right? They like the sweet treat, the ice cream, whatever. But at the same time, like ice cream melts and can, can create a mess. And I'm sure that's not the kind of thing you want to have like fall on your comic books, right? Like, you know, the, the, the fucking nerds consider these things collectible. So there's probably not so much of a collectible if you fucking have uh, ice cream all over it. And uh, to be honest, there's a couple of comic book shops that we sell at and they, they really never buy any. There's never a need. They don't sell a whole lot, so I don't sell them a whole lot. And I know that going in. 
And I can tell looking at the freezer that I'm like, nobody's opened this freezer in like a month. Like if there's very little frost, that means that the, the seal hasn't been broken. There's no air getting in and there's, there's fucking the frost isn't happening. It's how oh, you know. And it's just, it is what it is, right? So I go in there and I, and I have the lady sign the tablet for me, even though I didn't sell anything. And I leave. And then there was like a delivery guy behind me. He, I wasn't sure if he was coming in, but he was. He came in and he had a whole like a uh, pallet of, it looked like uh, boxes for comic books, you know, those big white cardboard boxes. Bring those in for him. So he just uh, comes in, says, talks to the lady, uh, gets the info or whatever. So I, I'm walking out. He's walking out behind me. All of a sudden he goes, hey, Stu. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> why? How does this person know me? Fuck. Why, why do I know someone in Battle Creek? <laughs> so I turn around, and it's the delivery guy. And I was like, hey. And he's like, hey, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> and my first response when anyone tells me they listen to the podcast, is I tell them, please don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> please, please don't listen to the podcast. Uh, just do yourself a favor. This podcast is shit. I don't know why you listen. Why does anyone listen to this crap? Please don't listen. And he laughs and he's like, you say that all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm not lying. <laughs> like, please, please. So his name was Rick, Rick the truck driver, and he said he liked the podcast. And uh, Rick, thank you very much, Rick, if you're listening. I appreciate it. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll see you out there at some point again. It's always, it's always nice meeting people who do listen to the podcast, even though I'm the worst salesman of all time, and I tell them to stop listening to the podcast. Uh, which is funny, because I tell them to stop listening to the podcast, but then I encourage them to subscribe to the Patreon. Please stop listening, but please subscribe to the Patreon. Just give me five bucks. Don't listen to the Patreon. Just subscribe to it. That would be sweet. <laughs> fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. Uh, so that was kind of the day at work. It was it was a real easy peasy day. I had to do some dumb shit. I did have to talk to a guy. There's this uh, kind of like a skateboard rink in um, in Battle Creek in the mall. You know, they got a little, like, shop where they sell boards and helmets and whatever. And then on the other side is the actual, like, skate skate park area with ramps and shits and whatever. Fuck, whatever they call them, half pipes, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a nerd. And uh, so I go in. And, you know, they're a place that doesn't really, they don't need a lot. They don't sell a lot. So I go and I look at the freezer. And the freezer is packed to the hilt, right? Like, they clearly haven't bought sold any in forever. So again, I go up to the old man. I was like, yeah, you guys are good. You don't need anything. You can just sign the tablet, tell the boss man that I was here. It'd be great. And he does. And he's kind of complaining about the freezer being so full. And he's like, yeah, the last time the lady was here, she really sold us a whole lot. And I was like, well, yeah, I know, I guess. Uh, the product lasts two years, though. So, you know, you got a long time to sit on it and sell it or whatever. And he was, he was kind of complaining because he's like, yeah, you know, but there's all that money up front. And then I didn't say this to him. I didn't say it to him. I wanted to say it to him. I, I, I held my tongue. 
But I wanted to say, someone signed the fucking receipt. Someone signed the invoice. Someone, I'm assuming it was Kylie. Kylie. I'm sure Kylie goes in and goes, okay, you need this, 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 and this. I'm bringing 12 cases for you. And someone was like, sure. And then they sign it. I hear it all the time from all these businesses complaining about how much product they have. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you other than your employee or you, because I do believe it was the old man, because it's always the old man at the skate park. I find it weird that an old man is in charge of a skate park, but he is. He's always eating fast food. I always get in there around lunchtime, and he always has fucking gotten some from Chick-fil-A or someplace else. And uh, I'm like, what do you want, man? Someone signed it. Someone signed it. Fuck. And so I'm telling, I'm telling the boss man about it, and he's like, "Yeah, yep, that happens." And I was like, "I never try to oversell these people." And he's like, "No matter what you do, they're gonna complain. You can if you sell them twelve, they're gonna complain about too many. You sell them two, they're gonna complain about how they didn't have enough." And and Todd, he's right in this assumption of these people just want to have enough product until the next time, right? So they want, it, they want it to be like a zero sum by the next time you show up. And like, it doesn't fucking work that way. I wish it did. I cannot, I, I am not a fortune teller. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So you, you, I just tell people, you buy product, you don't buy product. If you don't buy product, great. Still, still sign this tablet for me, fuck. Speaking of fortune telling, uh, I am now, I'm reaching out to John Midgley through the power of the Radio Shack tape recorder in this, this podcast. I've been asked to reach out to John, who's John Midgley of Magic JBM fame. I hope you guys are following his page on Facebook, Magic JBM. He's the, he's the president of the National Association of Magicians and magician assistants. Uh, I believe that's, uh, what is it, NAMA? National Association of Magicians and uh, it's uh, NAMAMA. <laughs> He's the president of NAMAMA, the National Association of Magicians and Magician Assistants. NAMAMA. <laughs> But uh, John is a magician. He's he's good. I've seen the tricks. I've seen his tricks, his his wily tricks. But I've been asked, John, if you if I do not know if you watch Hard Knocks, you probably um, aren't rich like I am and have HBO Max. I don't mean to brag, everybody, but I got HBO Max, which is technically now just Max, whatever. But I don't know, John, if you watch Hard Knocks, I don't think you're a football fan, so that as well makes me assume that you don't. But if you have HBO Max, go watch the second episode of the newest season, the Green Bay Packers season. Because there was a, you can't see me air quoting here, a mentalist on who got called into the uh, Packers team meeting and he was doing some tricks. You know, and he's like, I'm not a magician, I'm a mentalist. You know, he's not, you know, not doing card tricks, but... And he did some things that were uh, clearly uh, 
astounding and mind-bending and whatever. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, it was blowing the minds of some of the players. Because these players are dim-witted. <laughs> Thank God they have physical gifts and can play football. And they're fucking millionaires uh, as a result of it. But they're dumb as shit. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know, you manipulated something. So, uh, but I was asked uh, to reach out to John to see if he could explain how the tricks were done, if he knew the tricks, if he would reveal what was behind the curtain. Now, I assume that it's, it is just the level of persuasion and manipulation, but, uh, I mean, there are, there are, clearly there's other shit that I'm like, yeah, I don't know how the fuck he did it. I don't fucking know. He's a goddamn wizard. I don't fucking know how these wizards do their shit. But there you go, John, if you do, if you did, if you did watch it, John, or if you can watch it, let me, let me know so I can pass it along to the, uh, the people who are curious. All right, what what is going on? Uh, Logan Paul, speaking of dumbasses, Logan Paul is a dumbass. He's the guy who was like the YouTube star, and now he's he's trying to become a boxer, but he's just fucking, he's boxing tomato cans. He's like, I don't know, how old is he? He's like 25 or 27. He's a young man, and he's boxing guys who are like 15 years older than him. Like They were professional athletes, but they weren't boxers. They were like football players and MMA guys. And now he's like wanting to box them. And I'm like, you know what, man? Um, it's a different sport, right? It's a different thing, right? You, you can be like the greatest checker player in the world. But then you, you start to play some, you play an average person in chess. That average person in chess is probably going to kick your ass, even though you're the greatest checker player in the world. But uh, he's a dummy and he's got his own podcast uh, I'm not even going to tell you the name of it because it's got way more listeners than mine does. And uh, he doesn't need any more publicity for it. I'm sure you can find it yourself if you want. But he was talking with Aussie filmmakers. Aussie is a, I don't know if you guys know this or not, that is a term for Australian. Did you guys know that? Aussie? He was talking to Aussie filmmakers Danny and Michael Philippu, Philippu, <laughs> I never, I don't know who they are. They have a horror film called uh, "Talk to Me." Never heard of it. And uh, but he, he was talking with them about how uh, he was watching the new movie Oppenheimer, which is all about the guy who created the uh, nuclear bomb. And apparently, uh, he walked out. He goes, uh, "I walked out of Oppenheimer." I didn't know what they were trying to do. What are you doing? Everyone's just talking. It's an hour and a half, 90 minutes of talking, just talking. He said it's all exposition. Nothing happened. So he could not fucking handle that there weren't goddamn fights, explosions, yelling, shootings. It wasn't fucking John Wick. What a fucking dumb meathead. They were just talking. I didn't understand what was going on. I'm pretty stupid. I'm a dumb motherfucker who somehow manages to make a living on YouTube. I'm on the YouTube. I'm a dumb motherfucker. My name's Logan Paul. I'm going to fight old men in the ring, and I'm going to pretend like it means something. What a dumb piece of shit.
he's an idiot. That's all I'm saying. He's an idiot. And he was proving that he was an idiot by, by telling the world that he's an idiot. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Logan Paul. Dummy. Dummy. Please tell me you don't like Logan Paul. Please, please, please tell me you don't like Logan Paul. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. He does do some wrestling. He's some, somehow he's managed to con his way into the wrestling world, which I don't like that either. Well, whatever. But there is, um, I had a friend of mine text me something today. There is a documentary coming out next month on Netflix. I don't mean to brag everybody, but I got Netflix. And it's called uh, Wrestlers. And it's about the wrestling promotion, uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Right? In Ohio Valley Wrestling, I've actually gone down. It's based in Louisville, Kentucky. I've actually went down there last year and I went and saw a match. Because my friend is like, she's involved in it and i'm like oh fuck well i'm gonna come down and see a match and i and i went and it was it was very cool arena they got a a specific arena for it and they they televise it it's very cool it's like triple a wrestling it's like these are the guys who might become the stars of wwe or AEW at some point but they're doing like a, a documentary series on it on netflix which i i think is is pretty cool Let's see here. Founded in 1993 by Nightmare Danny Davis, OVW was eventually purchased in part by legendary wrestling manager Jim Cornette in 1999. He later sold his share back to Davis in 2007 before Davis sold the entire thing to former pro wrestler Al Snow in 2018. And I got to meet Al uh, again because of, of my friend. She introduced me to Al. And Al could not have been a nicer guy. He's fucking huge, though. He is... He's uh, older than me. He's probably closer to 60. But that dude's just fucking jacked. I don't know if he's on the juice as well, too. But fucking Christ. He is a monster of a man. Uh, In 2007, Harvard WWE launched Florida Championship Wrestling, which would eventually morph into NXT and take over WWE's development territory over OVW. Uh, now owned by Matt Jones of Kentucky Sports Radio and Craig Greenbaugh of 21C Museum Hotels, Ohio Valley Wrestling is still run by Al Snow, but the glory days are long behind the organization. I wouldn't fucking say that. On September 13th, Netflix will deb- debut a new documentary about Ohio Valley Wrestling titled simply Wrestlers. Uh, with new owners in the picture, once famous pro wrestler Al Snow has been given the summer to turn OBW's dire financial situation around. Wrestlers tell the story of a handful of eccentric misfits who attempt to come together to help Al save the his, historic gym while achieving their own wild dreams of wrestling professionally. So if you like uh, professional wrestling, I'm going to assume that you would probably like this documentary. Now, I clearly, I feel like, like all things like this, there's going to be a lot of hype and drama that are added to it that aren't necessarily true. Like, a lot of it's manufactured, like all reality television, right? you got to take everything with a grain of salt. But I'm looking forward to it. Like, the guy who's the... Um, 
like the TV announcer for Brian Kennison. I know him. I actually bought a shirt that he was selling, <laughs> where it's like his his. They have a, a cartoon character drawing of him, and it was like the voice of OBW on it. It was very cool, very very cool. So hopefully it will be successful. I encourage all of you to watch it. Uh, again, particularly if you are a uh, pro wrestling fans, which I'm going to tell you guys, I'm I'm not necessarily. I, I enjoy the lower end stuff, so I enjoy probably OVW. Like I really, whenever I watch WWE stuff, it's not good to me. It, it isn't good. I, I don't like it. AEW is a little better, um, but yeah, the bigger stuff I don't like. I, I like the smaller, the lower level shit. It just seems more real. More weirdness can happen. I like it. All right, I'm gonna end on one more thing. One more thing here. Um, clearly, hopefully, we're all aware of the uh, wildfires shit that's happened in, in uh, Hawaii, Maui, right? We know, like, the, this one community fucking burned down. Uh, I think they got a death total, like, 100, but there's still, like, 1,300 people missing. Like, how are, how are 1,300 people still missing in this day and age? How is that possible? I mean, I suppose it could be, but I, I hate I hate to be the fucking Debbie Downer, but I'm assuming if people are still missing, it's because they're not around anymore. That's just me. So there have been a lot of people who are like trying to raise money, right, for it. You, you do what you can. And I'm like, oh, that's a positive thing. And I always find stories like this to be incredibly funny to me. Um, there was a model... I guess is how I'll what I'll call her. Her name is Mariah Casillas, and she is an OnlyFans uh, model, actress, performer, slutito. You know, whatever. But what she did, she's like, oh my god. You know, she she was feeling sad for these people, so she she did what an OnlyFans model could do. She was like. If you send $10, she sent a GoFundMe campaign. She's like, if you send $10, I will send you a nudie pic. <laughs> now, I think I've heard this before, this is kind of stunt before. Uh, Mariah Casales, also known as Lavix Grill, L-A-V-A-X-G-R-L-L, is a model who shares racy snaps online and who vowed to give those who donated to the Maui wildfires, which have killed more than 480 people. It says, oh, it is? I keep hearing like 100. Hmm. According to locals, and have resulted in 850 missing people. She'll send them naked photos of herself. However, the California-based model's campaign has come to a halt after GoFundMe pulled the plug because it contained offensive, graphic, perverse, or sensitive, or sexual contact content which is against its policy come on go fund me stop being fucking prudes this lady's raising money for goodness now if she wants to show her coups and her her fucking tatas letter it's for the good of mankind <laughs> and while her gofundme page is down mariah's claim that isn't going to stop her from doing what she can to help the victims of the wildfire all right good for her She's a young lady who's got uh, spunk. 
She's literally got spunk. Uh, apparently she's raised $6,000. So apparently they were, what? what is that, 600 dudes? 600 horny dudes who gave her 10 bucks each. And now uh, $6,000 were raised. The model said she'd be moving her campaign to OnlyFans and would be taking donations there. The wildfires broke out on August 8th. Uh, it is the deadliest in more than a century and fifth deadliest on record for the U.S. That's awful, man. Fucking, just fucking weird. Weird. It's, I don't quite understand how it, it happened like it did. I don't know if it's population or what, but. President Joe Biden has faced accusations of a lackluster response to the tragedy. He's also criticized after appearing to forget the name of Maui during recent remarks about the fires. Referring it to as the one where you, you see on television all the time. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, I voted for Joe Biden. I would prefer not to vote for Joe Biden in the next election. I, I feel like sometimes you get to a certain age, you just need to fucking hang it up. And I, I feel like Joe has gotten there. So, I, you know, I don't know. Someone needs to go in and do something there. And maybe this is the time uh, where we just need to allow OnlyFans models to go in and do what they need to do. They're the ones who need to put on a show <laughs> and fucking raise a lot of money. They'll, they'll raise money and they'll raise boners. <laughs> so if you want to, uh, if you want to help her out, let me see here. This will take me to her OnlyFans page. Clicking a link here. Uh, 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 oh no, it's taking me to her Twitter page. Let me see if it'll take me take me to her. Uh, she's got oh man, she's got ninety seven thousand followers on Twitter. Fucking Christ! Now I'm gonna go to her web page. Find help help. Lahana now, okay. So now this, all right, now it's taking me to our OnlyFans page. So if you go to OnlyFans.com backslash L-A-V-A-X-G-R-L. Lava X Grill. Part-time gamer, full-time accountant. Somehow I get the feeling that you're not. Uh, let's see, sub subscribe free for 30 days. But then again, if you donate, you get like, get a free free nudie <laughs> go get your free nudie everybody well it's you got to donate 10 bucks if you donate 10 bucks then you get a free nudie so there you go everyone all right help out man help out help uh, help out the people in hawaii and then help out your boners all right that's it everybody i am done thank you for listening thanks for listening to the freebie uh, if you like this, consider subscribing to the Patreon, everybody. It's the same thing, just more. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's more of the same shit. <laughs> shit. But please stop listening. <laughs> if you guys could like the Facebook page and the Twitter page, that's where you can hear clips of the day. Listener Jason, he sends me clips of the day. He listens to the podcast on the reg. 
and then he'll send me a little uh, little clip of the day. So uh, go like the Facebook and Twitter page, Elemental Podcast. I already talked about joining the uh, Patreon. That'd be great. If you could rate, review, subscribe, that would be awesome too. Apparently helps the analytics. Gets more ears on the, on the podcast. That would be awesome. And then if you could use the six things for me, head over to Facebook, do the Facebook things, do the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. They tell you all sorts of stuff going on. A lot of hospital time going down in the House family yesterday or this weekend. So, But uh, go check them out, The Sunday Slaw. Go check out Magic JBN. I already talked about that. John Badass Midgley, the president of the uh, American Magicians Association and uh, M- Magician Assistance, Mama. Namama, whatever the fuck it is that I came up with. Namama. I'm the president of Namama. Uh, if you go, go like his uh, Facebook page, that would be great too. For all your magic needs. Magic JBN. Check out Extra Levels Gaming and their website, extralevelsgaming.com, which is probably still down. So go to their Facebook page. And uh, you have an opportunity to buy some video games from those guys. So please do that. You like uh, old systems, new systems. They got something for you, I am sure, you nerdy gamer. And then check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It's a, it's a group, so you got to ask to join. There's four questions, all simple. Uh, and then if you like selling cards, buying cards, trading cards, showing off cards, whatever, go do it. West Michigan trading cards and sports memorabilia. And you don't need to be from West Michigan. So there you go. Head over to Instagram. Check out bear boards and tables. Bear like a grizzly bear boards and tables. Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. And he shows them off on his Instagram. And you will find a link to his Macari store where you can buy these the lovely things that he makes. So go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables. And if you don't see anything you like and you got something in mind, let Mark know because he's got talent and he can make you something. And the last but not least, check out uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Matt has a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He makes a lot of things out of clay, a lot of gnomes, uh, earrings, figurines, all sorts of cool things. He's made me a lot of Bill's Mafia ones. So go check him out, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram and Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. So that's it, everybody. I am done. Thank you for listening. Um, I will be back tomorrow for a Patreon, or I will see you on Thursday for another freebie. We'll see you guys. Take care. Have a good evening. Say bye.